0: Welcome to So Farscape. A Farscape fan cast by a fervent fan. And a fresh-faced first-timer. I'm Kaki. I'm Kay.
1: And this is the story S- the So The story far- So far, Farscape. So Farscape. I, th- I, think, I think we're getting better at it. I think so, too. <laughs> and and the show's getting better as well. Although, you know, it it, it, it takes a little while to, to find its footing. Like, you can see, well, this is the second episode, and everything's still sort of being explored so i'm curious to see
0: what's going to happen to cretin and the crew (laughs) well yes yes but which which is a good like summary for every episode well yes but you know they've they've now escaped to the forbidden sect no the the uncharted territories territories, yes
1: so do you have any favorites Oh, emerging uh, between already the, in the in crew, crew already. Yeah. Ooh, uh,
0: that's a good, different, difficult question. I don't think any of them has, have had enough development for me to uh, start, right. start playing favorites. I mean, I love the pilot because uh, he he just looks cool. Uh, I know. And Rigel is more the, the cretin than cretin. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, as I
1: recall, you were going to have some guesses for who did the voice for Pilot.
0: I have no idea. I was like, I, I, I sat there and mused about it, and I could not come up with anything. So who is it?
1: It's Lani Tupu. It's the same actor as Krace. Who's Krace? Captain Bill
0: Organa. Oh. It is actually. Oh, so he's actually in there. So yeah. he, didn't, he didn't do the commander from the Peacekeepers, but the voice of the Wait,
1: no, 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 no. That's the same actor. It's the it's the, it's the, oh, it's okay. the Peacekeeper Sorry, commander. I thought,
0: I thought you meant the actual... Uh, <laughs> no, you the, the called
1: act. him Captain Bail Organ. Right, no, I
0: Captain... thought you were
1: actually referring to the actor who plays the actual Bail Organ. No, that would be Jimmy Smits. That That's would be one. quite again, And we would yeah. be a shame to use an actor of that caliber and such a gorgeous man just yes. as a voice. What... I mean, back in the day,
0: he was... He played in Miami Vice, didn't he? Yes. No, I think so. I can't remember, but I, I'm pretty sure he was on that
1: show. He that was, was a villain in deck. Ones. that's' what yeah. I'm thinking, that's
0: what I'm thinking about yeah
1: I mean Dexter does play place in Miami doesn't it there you go I wonder if he and Edward almost have ever like faced off on screen oh what else? No. if he, if he spectacular was in Miami scene scene that, that would be. Be.
0: oh yeah that would have been great
1: shall we get on with the show yes Prepare to stop so this episode originally aired uh, uh, like as the seventh in a row because the okay. yeah because the the network i forget which one it was originally wanted to start with with more action because it was probably it's considered like, a little bit more character
0: development yeah right and i can kind of see why they did it because there's no real Transference between the first episode and this one—it's kind of just like, oh, apparently now we are here. I mean, there, I mean, there's a little bit. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it starts with the there's an alarm going off on the ship and the a scuttle- Really annoying. And alarm. the scuttlebots are in a lot of distress. <laughs> yes, uh, they're having a the little <laughs> conniption party. Yeah, they are. As is our uh, main character. Uh, I, I forgot his
1: name again. Creighton? No, not Creighton. John Creton. John Cretton. Yes, that's, that's right. Yes, John <laughs> There we go. Close enough. He's having the, the fun eye twitch, and oh, he's yes. worried that it might be melting his brain. He
0: was. I mean, I. Kudos to the actor. He kept that up for a good long time, and he was just so like, annoying. "It was must have
1: been like yeah, keep twitching that and like." It particularly annoyed Aaron. Like, stop, stop doing that at me. That uh, that you yeah, do. And- don't do that at me. What? That that.
0: And like apparently, so this must be like another indication that there are some physiological differences between them, because it doesn't bother her. And yeah, uh, it is him, and like he's just sitting there going like oh, ee, ah, uh,
1: pulling these amazing faces, and also some cultural differences, because this probably this gesture probably means something to her that okay. is extremely rude. There, like, that. That's <laughs> what she's like. Can you just I, stop doing that? Can you I, stop, I, it? Can you stop I, flipping me off? I haven't considered you that, but yes. <laughs> it's like the facial equivalent of doing the wee wee dance. Oh well, yes. yes. I Do you notice that, that Rigel had that problem as well? Rigel was also rubbing his eyes and. Ah, no. oh, but he does that a lot. That's yeah, like a, that's
0: another. That's whenever he's like considers himself to be like puts upon or, uh, you know, I was like, what am I, am I putting up with these fools?
1: And he's just like dramatically <laughs> rubbing his earbrows. Yeah, that's right. So they're discussing what to do and uh, they, they, they locate, um, I mean, basically like a little kitty hatch, which yes. you've got all over the place with little scuttle scuttlebutties together. I guess that's, what, that's about around. right, yeah, and the, where the, apparently the alarm's coming from. And everybody takes a turn sticking their head through and then not saying anything, but look, like Dargo sticks his head through yeah. and he looks up reproachfully at Aaron and then she sticks her head through and then... Uh. And then She looks up, like, cluelessly at at John.
0: And I was like, what are we looking at? Are we looking at space rats? Are we looking at space slugs? Uh, What's going on? I was, like, really trying to work out what it is that was causing this
1: alarm. Well, I recognised the design of the, uh, uh, like, it looked like the bridge of the Peacekeeper command carriers, these circular patterns of white, red and black. I thought that was
0: part of Moira rather than part of the... uh, The device which was uh, planted there, as we soon find out. Exactly. It's not an alarm that's going off. It's basically a, a signal which is being
1: sent. Yeah, they call it a paddock beacon. It's a paddock beacon. Oh. Never specifying what a, what a paddock is, no. like it's one of those alien but words. But apparently it is placed uh, in t- at the same
0: time as the uh, control collar was, that like we saw in the first episode. Yeah. Uh, and not having uh, received its signal from the control collar for a sufficient amount of time, is now sending out a distress call, saying that apparently the control collar has been slipped and the ship is now derelict, well, not de- derelict, but like a uh, uh, rogue free rogue. Yes. Yeah, uh, you've like got, a, got a rogue levitan on hand. Yeah.
1: So, pilot in his in his huge cavernous, gorgeous den that sort of vaulted, and it and it seems to like have a deep pit below it, and he's sitting kinda, there. Yeah, it's okay. I'm starting to wonder if he's like
0: you know for Pirates of the Caribbean, part of the crew, part of the ship. <laughs> it's like is he like I mean, he's he's is he actually a separate entity, or is he like part of the biomechanical construct, or is, or is he a symbiote with Moira? It's like okay, I, should, I know I probably shouldn't be asking these questions. <laughs> these are great least. questions, <laughs>
1: Kay. No, we, we'll are... <laughs> discover a lot about that. But meantime, like he's sitting there in his in his control den on his own where he seems to be quite happy with his, with his four sort of clawed tentacles like like yeah. a, a mutant version of Animal Pince, from the Muppets pincers yeah it's not entirely clear what his limbs are like and he manages to turn off the uh, at least the audio portion see, of you know, the alarm he suppresses it basically he says, yeah.
0: like, I got the impression that what he was doing was basically putting it out uh, anti-sound
1: pilot good work you've stopped it I have only neutralized the internal sound. The device itself is still broadcasting some kind of signal into deep space, using Moyer's howl as a maximizer. It's using my skull as a maximizer. Why am I still twitching? So
0: it's oh, too, that's uh, right. Yeah, so it, like, at least we can't hear it anymore inside. We're still broadcasting the signal, but at least... still f- with Crichton's eyes. Yes, you can see the twitching could do, does
1: continue until he leaves the ship. So they have a surprising amount of I mean it's not exactly techno babble that they do here like they talk about all the potential consequences yes. of and they just sort of describe the problem at each other while they're standing in a hallway like you can tell this is early on in the series and the writers are still getting a feel for how to how to deliver this kind of drama Right also it
0: helps explain things to the viewer of course which is the, the main purpose of that uh, Yeah text, because it's I, a suppose. pretty
1: Cool problem, like Moya itself. Her her the, the Moira, pardon me. Yeah. Uh, her hull is being used as a, as an amplifier for the for the, for signal. the signal, and her own, it uses her own power against her, basically. And, and the uh, device is also like locked
0: into the central neural nexus. Yes, one of them, more, her more sensitive areas.
1: Is it maybe? What? Maybe your G-spot is, maybe, well, it's a, maybe a space clitoris. Oh dear, that seems... Yes. Well, no, I mean, but that's part of the stakes because it's an immensely like sensitive and, and, and painful place for... Uh, this uh, thing to be put. And uh, yeah, one of the scuttlebots
0: gets sent in, which immediately gets zapped by this device because...
1: The device won't allow a DRD or anything metal near it. Nothing
0: metal, apparently, is allowed to approach it.
1: Yeah, Eren knew that, and she did try to stop the scuttlebot. Yes. but uh, there's there's some tension as Dargo confronts her with, why didn't you tell us these? this was here? And why didn't you tell us about this? Well, not all Leviathan transports have them. I had no way of knowing. Yes, and she gets called a peacekeeper
0: commando, despite the fact she's a pilot, not a commando, but yeah, whatever. Infantry. Infantry, was she? She is infantry.
1: Oh, she well, was a pilot. No, they literally say infantry. Apparently, like being infantry in a space military means, means you're that you fly as well. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's
0: like it's kind of a little bit like uh, space above and beyond. Which is also has the marines the, are ground pounders, pounders and, and pilots, which makes no sense whatsoever because like you would never have uh, someone with this specialized training of a pilot actually being a ground pounder and like a beachhead taker, you know? That's yeah, and like, uh, no, you don't. Whatever.
1: It's space, uh, baby. It is
0: space. It's like stuff in space. So they go looking for a place. Like, what can we do? And our great human scientist thinks like we have a signal going out. How can we dampen it? We can just dampen it by putting it in
1: water. 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 It's brilliant it, it is. really is because this is not something that that like spacefarers regularly think about apparently not no and he's just sort of optimistic and just assumes that that moya could do it. like he remembers like the third planet in this in this system is uh is 30 uh, percent surface moisture yes uh, and so we can land it there i mean moya can do that can't she well she can do that right and then they go like oh well mm, well it's not been <laughs> done before right well, at first they all sort of look at each other like, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. know. pilot, do you know? Pilot? Exactly, and Zan asked pilot, because Zan is the one who asked the sensible question. And I liked I how he talked about that uh, uh, young leviathans like to play with the planet's gravity. Yeah, yeah, see how close they can get and, uh, like, uh, get in,
0: and, like, there was this tale of one leviathan who apparently once landed, but... Apparently, they don't know if it's actually true or not. Yeah. So, uh, which, and it's apparently where we also learn that, that there are two sexes of Leviathans, that there are male Leviathans yeah. and female Leviathans. So they talk about Moya as a, as a she. Yes, so which is not, un, not unusual in when, when talking about the ship. Ships are generally considered female. So that, oh, that, that, yeah. that, that never really occurred to me as being actually a sexual dimorphic way of addressing a ship. But if, uh, apparently, yes, so there are male and female Leviathans, which yeah. you know, I guess makes sense. Is that how you get development of new ships? like? One
1: has to wonder, right? Is like, there what is a Darwinesque uh, survival of the fast? <laughs> well, have you ever? Do you, like? Do you know how whales uh, make make baby whales? Well, the usual way, I presume, sex. Fantastic sex. Uh, well, yes, but obviously, being huge, huge sea creatures, <laughs> yeah. both of them sort of. Uh, it has been described to me as they charge toward each other, and both of them leap into the sky. Ah, yes, belly to belly. Like yes, they actually breach so the heard water about it as well and crash back down. Like. There's some cinematic metaphors directly derived from that, but this is... True. This is the actual business, so what's it like? Also, have you,
0: have you ever seen footage of a, a whale uh, swimming on his back with his penis sticking out of the water? No, I have not. I mean, this is like... I'm this not is one a, of those
1: sex perverts on the internet. This is a good
0: cause of where you think that the tales of sea monsters may come from, because it looks like a big pink tentacle coming up out of the water. And, you know, this is like... If you see that shit, then your first thought would not go towards penis of a sea creature, but <laughs> yes. more Towards a like tentacle, a tentacle of a sea monster.
1: monster.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hentai eat your heart out.
1: It is a remarkable reproductive structure.
0: <laughs> One has to wonder what it looks like for leviathans. But I mean, they have their space proboscis
1: is that the word? Promosis, yes. yes, yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, yes. like Maya has those three things at the back, which for the space field or whatever. Thing yes, is.
1: it's got like the, she's got the three like yeah. pronged
0: tail, right? Yes, and that might. I mean, you know, who knows how that might be sex involved? I don't know. It's like we're gonna have to like making little spaceships. I mean, does it does it also require a shipyard? Come on, baby, radio. Right yeah, you know you want some of
1: this. That's like a boudoir. I was going to say, is that like <laughs> yeah. l- like the oh, um, love
0: motel equivalent of? Uh, <laughs>
1: Uh nothing nothing quite so salacious in this episode. Gosh, they should have had you in the writers room. It would have been a much spicier know, right? show <laughs> right from the start. Uh, but we do get and it was to me like a spectacular uh, uh, landing sequence. <laughs> going through the atmosphere and, and dragging the fire trail behind them and zooming over the bogs or was it fens? I mean, they call them bogs but did they, they test the pH? It's like- <laughs> okay, now tell me, all, tell me exactly what they are. Do you remember the whole list? What's a fen, swamp, marsh and bog?
0: The difference between a marsh and a swamp is whether it's mostly land or mostly water. I believe. And the difference between a fen and a bob is one is alkaline and the other one is uh, acidic. And I forgot which one is which, but oh, I, well, I, I honestly don't know.
1: This, uh, is, this is clear for both of us. Yes, but we're out of,
0: out of our depth here. As Moira is going to be soon, because as soon as, soon as she lands in the water, she starts sinking in.
1: Yes, much to the concern of, of Rigel, yes. who was already very concerned. Like, did you notice that he was trying to, like, make a safety belt for himself? Oh, yes, he was trying to, trying to hook
0: himself in and like, can someone help hold me down? And...
1: Wait! Wait! I'm not ready! Oh! I mean, nobody else can either. There's no... They, they don't have, like, brace positions. They just no. wedge themselves between kind of two weird, of these. Which is kind of weird, isn't it? I guess we can turn off the fasten seatbelt sign now. I mean, it
0: makes me wonder what Moira's original purpose was. I mean, she's, like... She's been, like, drafted into being a prisoner transport. But, I mean, what's, what's the original purpose of uh, Leviathans? Like, I mean, again, it's probably one of those questions that we will learn about later yeah, in the series. Clearly... To remain
1: spaceborne. Well, yes, that's a, like this is like and very unusual not to to be in battle because she yeah. has no defensive capabilities other than starburst, right, and no offensive capabilities either.
0: We have no weapons, so I suggest a tactical retreat. So there's really yeah.
1: not like there's really no reason for her to ever be shook.
0: No, I guess not. That makes sense, and like if she, if she has enough inertial control and artificial gravity, which she clearly does. Yeah. So, yes, next we see uh, Cretin and Erin, uh, which I still need to get a good nickname for, uh, in an
1: uh, <laughs> uncomfortable embrace wedged in a corner of the bridge. Uh, yeah, everybody's, everybody's sort of holding on for, for dear life.
0: Clara! To something
1: people and I love how they're like yeah they're, they're in this embrace and just neither of them are really paying attention to, yeah, to each other like, like they're, they're
0: completely they're, they're kind of cool with it hanging on to each other as Moira starts sinking into the, uh, into the bog or into the fen uh, into with, the mud into the mud because that's
1: the thing that really concerns Rigel yes. like he has a he has a a, a terror fit apparently he's aqua- his, his species is aquatic he goes uh, yes water not mud aquatic that's water not mud mud is Mud. And
0: then, yes, he has a whole rant about the evils of mud and how it, like it's cloying and it covers everything.
1: You can't breathe in it. You can't move in it. It holds you. It grabs you. It sucks you down. You want to know about mud? I know about mud. And, and Crichton's like, oh. God, how's mud? The other thing that they want this planet for uh, is to find uh, an anaesthetic for, uh, for Moira. There's a list
0: of like seven prohibited items, six or seven prohibited cargoes which you're not allowed to transport on a Leviathan. And yes, and one of them is, it numbs the chromium uh, uh, Leviathan. Yes. Chromium. Chlorium. Chlorium. Is it actual chromium? or Chlorium. Chlorium. Or Chlorium. Chlorium, that's the one. That's yes. the one.
1: Oh, okay, Chlorium. And Zan knows apparently a lot about it, like calls it an element. Yes. Which I thought was, hmm, and it's an isotope of twinium. Which okay. seems a little bit like weird science, blah blah. Yeah, well, maybe the babel bugs are just having a
0: little. Uh, yeah, are, I are just doing their best. This would be like new elements, which seems like unlikely.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm sort of blanking over the over the science here. Uh. I love this this
0: flat, unimpressed look that Erin uh, uh, <laughs> <And Aaron laughs> gives, in which she's like, "Okay, she's totally not impressed." And <laughs> <laughs> just as they go out into the uh, out onto the planet, There's like That's a
1: resting. What face? Oh yeah, it's like, <laughs> like "Bitch, what?"
0: <laughs> uh, when they uh, basically start sneaking around, uh, they've got this like scanner which they're using to uh, find this uh, chlorium. Uh, and they soon encountered the local space rednecks.
1: What, or space cops? I mean, they were, they were no, sort of militarized? Were, these were, no? no, these were the rednecks. <laughs> these were clearly the how did, rednecks. How, did, how
0: could you tell? I they, didn't have the, uh, they didn't have the gas masks and the, the uniforms. They had different weapons and everything. This was clearly the red, the local rednecks going out and searching. them they had a bunch of dogs, though, with a weird bark. Right. yeah, <laughs> which the military, that later shows up, clearly don't have. So this was the, this was the local space rednecks.
1: Okay, no, I'll, I'll go with it. Yeah. So you've got the, the, the planetary hicks, and uh, uh, we've got the unlikely Creo of uh, Darko, Crichton, and Ares, Two of whom are not built for stealth. No,
0: stealth is no
1: longer an option. Then they have this great little exchange about uh, the, the sort of chlorium detectives. This particle analyzer is defective. It's peacekeeper technology. You use it, and Ares won't even touch it. Taxi using,
0: not infantry. Yeah.
1: yeah, she won't even like this instrument. She won't even touch it. Yeah, it's it's totally beneath her. So we already get a glimpse of like class systems right, within. Right. Yeah. yeah. The so, C- the so Cretin
0: grabs it, and uh, the uh, Antitokles and Aaron decide to create a diversion, which uh, Tentacles does by doing some like sh- shouting a big challenge at them, which, yeah. gets, which gets them shot at, and then Aaron just does like some weird howl. Ah! Ah! And that apparently this is enough to draw
1: off the uh, space <laughs> yeah. rednecks. And they allow, frighten easily, but they'll soon be back and in greater numbers. And, numbers, <laughs> yes, and allow
0: Cretin to go off and follow the uh, detector uh, undetected. <laughs> ah, very good. Until he uh, finds a homestead, I suppose it is, with a huge antenna system. Yes, he finds basically like radio telescope shack. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's like, there's not, not, not much in the way of deflector dishes. It's more like long beams
1: and gantries and stuff like that. But uh, And entering the barnyard, still following his, his sort of uh, a divining dildo. Yes. Beep, 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 beep. Well, it's just like a VCR, except easier. <gasps> Sources it down to fertilizer. Fertilizer? Yeah, he's, he's, he's in some
0: sort of weird... Uh, barn. Uh, well, it's not really a weird barn, but he points his wand at several of the things there, and he thinks like, "Oh, this is all very much like Earth." Until he finds a weird lamp.
1: Yeah, a light bulb with like a with like a it, which is looked like a Celtic cruciform LED like shape yeah.
0: in it. A and, local boy comes wandering into the. Uh, oh
1: yeah, an apple-cheeked freckle yeah, face. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby Freckles,
0: I believe, is like
1: Bobby. F- <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I mean, yes, sure. You
0: know, typical fresh-faced kid like apparently he's nine years old uh, as we learn later
1: you are the luckiest nine-year-old around
0: and they can actually converse with each other which isn't i mean that the fact that that uh, cretin can understand him that makes sense because he has has, he's had his implants the babel bugs yes the babel (laughs) bugs
1: (laughs) they colonize at the base of the brain allow us to understand each other so, um, when it aired, there was a, there was a companion site on, on the sci-fi channel, as it was still uh-huh. called at the time, uh, and there would be uh, like little bits of information as if, as if Pilot was holding his own reports about, oh, okay. the, about the series. Cool. Yeah. And one of them was that they detected translator microbes in the soil, suggesting that the planet had previously had extraterrestrial okay. uh, visits, and that's why they'd be able to communicate. Right,
0: despite the fact that they were like, you know, supposed to be injected.
1: But, yeah. Suggesting that these, these, these microbes are just part of the local... Microfauna. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And that yeah. this may be common, uh, made me think, through like throughout large portions of the universe yeah. where even uncontacted species may have had just, you know, uh, a spaceship crashes at some point and one of the one of the corpses rots and introduces translator well, microbes. Well, that's, that's an interesting me. thing
0: that got me thinking later on in the episode. Mm. Yeah, there's nothing established about this planet. It just happens to be here. We just happen to be near this planet, uh, as in the, 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 the right. ship is. Yeah. And, and yet this is apparently an uncontacted planet. Uh, So they're traveling through the Uncharted territories. Oh, yeah, that's that's where they... At the end of the last episode, they said, like, take us to the Uncharted territories.
1: Destination... The uncharted territories.
0: <laughs> I forgot about that, but yeah, that's uh, that makes sense. It
1: makes a little bit more sense at least like that. And then you've <laughs> yeah. got the theory that like, there might have been like some sort of contact, but uh, apparently none that the aliens on this planet uh, remember. The boy is 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 frightened. Yeah, at first, he's like looks like fairly similar to him, but then I mean, they, they
0: clearly the have not. the ears and the the cheekbones are quite different on them. And uh, he runs away back into the house. Uh, cretan follows him, and Little Freckles uh, grabs his space BB gun. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, yes, which might not actually have. It. I might not even know what it does. Foster knows
1: what it does. I don't know.
0: Maybe just. Do we know that it's just not a, just like his local equivalent of a BB gun that just happens to have a weird effect on human beings when you shoot them with it?
1: Yeah. No. Okay. That that's a that's a good. <laughs> well, uh, uh, his no, mom eventually one, uses it on him as well. Yeah, later,
0: no, no. The, later on, one of the the military guys uses it on uh, uh, on Tentacles. Oh, but, that's yes, right. But, that but sort th- spoils but thought, it. But, but I thought it was a fun theory anyway. <laughs> yeah. Then so he shoots him with it.
1: He basically, it, works as a bo- whole body stunner. I mean, it's it's sort of a deboner as well. Like it's you like, notice that all my bones are like, oh. like I can't feel my bones anymore. <laughs> now.
0: Why can't I move?
1: I can't feel my body. And It is all floppy. And yeah, I don't know about him, but I can't feel my bones anyway. But when they stop being being rigid, when your bones go, oh my bones are like oh, noodles. Suppose. Yeah, you'd feel that, and also you wouldn't be able to breathe. Yeah, mm, there's a lot difficult of that. things like yeah. that. Edgar's like, I'm gonna recover from this, aren't I? Right, right? I'm gonna recover from this, right? Completely. Right? Right. Tell me completely, hopefully. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I, like, mm. I Don't know what it does to you. It's like <laughs> So mom comes out of her. They uh, well, stop making stand. a racket and it's like this. I'm in the middle of a UEO event. <laughs> what was UEO stand for? Yeah. Stand for I don't know. I, mean, I didn't But they say that they yeah, yeah. identified UEO extraplanetary planetary extra- Yeah. Oh,
0: uh, well, that's an extra th- other thing I noticed. That at one point they actually used the word extraterrestrial.
1: A very real extraterrestrial <laughs> event. This is not the moment for you to.
0: Which like leads b- b- back oh, to my I that. yeah, which leads back to my theory that all planets are called Earth. You know, <laughs>
1: uh, so Mom uh, swooning Molly, I believe she's called. Uh, <laughs> God, comes. That's, that's mean. She's a, I thought she she was like the best thing about this episode. Linear. I'm talking to an alien. You're an alien, and I'm talking to you in my kitchen her her attitude and her and her like delight and marvel and fear and all of that that actually was amazing. Oh yeah, she did it fantastically. Uh, but but there was a lot of switching back and forth I
0: noticed like she was like very well, not, not fickle is not the right word, but, like, she did change her mood quite a lot, and quite often, and quite fast.
1: Uh, and I think that's partly, like, she's she's a bit of a manic personality right. by herself, I think. Like she, we, we, we sort of see that. Foster is clearly more stable. Uh, or, or He's probably
0: dealt to, used to dealing with his mom,
1: who's just like, okay, here she goes again. I mean, she is, like, a, yeah. a wonderfully obsessed scientist, apparently, with a with the military contract. Which is a bit weird, because she's, like, clearly out in the boonies doing
0: her, like... You know, space search for. Uh, I mean, that's a good place for a radio telescope. Fair point, right? Uh, which makes me wonder why they haven't like actually contacted any other alien stuff. Like, I mean, there seems to be a lot of ships flowing around, even in the.
1: Uh... <sighs> yeah, this is always the the question. I mean, the the the, the, the Fermi paradox deals with this as well. Like, yeah. if there are aliens out there. Why don't we? Why don't we see them? And right. Probably, like answer number one: space is really big.
0: Right, but we have in this series established that a lot of alien species do contact each other and do talk with each other, and I guess maybe they are using some sort of different radio communication, like which doesn't rely on.
1: Oh, like so that they wouldn't have picked radio up any chatter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense.
0: Although she does have a radio system which uh, uh, can be picked up by Moira.
1: Crichton, is that you? How is your signal getting through? Our comms will not penetrate the mind. So their interaction between between Crichton and, uh, uh, and I'm not going to call her swooning Molly. No? <laughs> okay, <laughs> you were thinking. What, what did you say her name was? Lydia. Lynea. Uh, Lynea. Okay. Linia. And I thought, like Crichton's response was like he completely understands her. Oh yeah.
0: So like he's been thrown into this whole weird aliens exist thing only just recently so he knows where she's coming from and she doesn't understand she doesn't know that and she doesn't buy it when he's like yeah when he
1: tries to be sympathetic and he goes like no I know where you're coming from and she goes like yeah right of course you do And I I thought it was so like the the, the writing for his for his character was was really kind of brilliant because it would be fairly common for that kind of scene to be written that the the hero was written as a a bumbling trying to you know stumbling over his words no he thinks about what he's what he's saying he has oh yeah
0: yeah. He, he 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 literally plays into her. Uh, yeah, no, that so, was a little bit. He <laughs> says that
1: uh, no, we chose you. If we wanted to contact some government, some agency, we would have. We chose you. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. As yes. a way to uh, to keep himself safe. Now that's that's manipulative. It is but, very
0: manipulative, <laughs> but it's like very clever of him to yeah, uh, right? like, Yeah, it's like do a little, little ego player and uh, get her to cooperate because, like you know, especially someone who's who searches for extraterrestrial life. All of them have that fantasy, of course, of actually yeah. finding it and then being the, uh, being the one who discovers it. And that, like, you know, a little bit of stroking of that ego is like an easy way to get them to... Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, he certainly felt that it. himself, I'm sure, as a, as a young little astronaut. You know, when I was your age, I used to dream of meeting a real live alien. He fantasized about that as a boy, as a boy as well. And, and the kids are just like, well, not so much anymore now. But <laughs> so we flip back and forth a few times to the other plot that's taking place on on Moya, which was probably the weaker part, where Zan convinces Rigel to go in through the the, the little the, hatch because the he's Jeffrey's because the he's the hatch. only one who's small enough to actually go through. Your encouragement is much appreciated. And perform the necessary operation to yes. remove this this device from from Moya's space nervous, nervous system whatever let's just go let's go with nervous system <laughs> yeah, okay. that's probably the better way the to neural go. nexus yes uh,
0: and yeah he, he goes in there with, after a lot of protesting and a little bit of complaining about the tools that he is given
1: what is this thing I have to cut with
0: which apparently are used for by uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the Argo species uh, during a formative time of their young life
1: oh, this is a toka knife do you know what ceremony young Luxon males use this for on themselves, at that certain age.
0: Then I suspect the Dago will want it back unharmed. So
1: they do their own bris, apparently, and that's why they well, have bone that's knives. That's the implication, at least. I mean, it's not. Like, uh, who knows what? Else, what even they? I don't know. It
0: might have been. Might, might be like doing the rings, through, like through their through his chest. You know. The, oh yeah, he's and, got the uh, he's got the piercing yeah? through his uh, his collarbones. Yeah, I mean, it might be that. You know, like you don't know. I mean, it is obviously heavily implied that it's something. You know, sexual organ related, but it's <laughs> yeah.
1: not said. Hey, not everybody keeps their sexual organs in the same place. Very true. I thought that Zan showed herself to be an excellent diplomat. Like she convinces uh, Rigel to do it after he dismisses. Uh, yeah. dismisses her. I mean, she's a little bit of flattering. It's like the way she he addresses Your him. Eminence. Yes, and then he oh, proceed.
0: Yeah. Yes, with permission, Your Eminence. <laughs> yes. She's got his number He's Yeah he's dialed in Like he, he has a hard time Refusing what she asks for him. And then we have Dargo 10 to and, and, and then Sitting, sitting in, in the a tree. tree B-I-T-C-H-I-N-G But you know it's, <laughs> Which is more yeah. like it so we see some of the space hicks Walking past the tree And about ten seconds later Dargo goes like Okay that's long enough They're gone now It's like no they're not They're like
1: They can still see them That was Karen. It's Aaron. been long enough I say we go Not quite yet Erin is the impatient one. Oh. Which struck me as so weird because, like, you'd expect her to have better training than that. You'd think so, yeah. Uh, uh, and he's the one who counsels uh, uh, patience and wisdom. Those hounds are still out there. They could track us down in a second. And they, they get into a little bit of an argument about the the Grisolians. Grisolians. She does not think much of Luxon, which is his species. Yeah. The, the, the war against the Grisoleans. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They infl-
0: but bit like, oh, yes, we're like, they, they inflicted uh, dreadful uh, war crimes on us, and then we did it back to them, but we had no choice. We had no alternative to that either.
1: Mm, I'm sure the Grisoleans said the same thing. And no resolution. I kind of love
0: that. That I mean, that is pretty much what a lot of war is about. Like, you know, there's a slight, and then the other side decides to strike back for it, and then the other side uses that to strike back again, because the first one was obviously warranted, and this one is just an act of terrorism.
1: Yeah. When we do it, it's heroism. When they do it, it's cowardice. Exactly. Now, undisputed heroism is what Zan displays when she, uh, 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 using her powers as a ninth-level pa'u. You are a ninth-level pa'u. Ah, yes. Uh, She she sort of brain-melds with Moya, pressing her cheek up against one of these uh, uh, yes, these
0: Yes, she does Misty's mysterious cheek rub against the, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she, she's got sort of a feline attitude about her. I don't know,
0: well, yeah. It's, it's like she does like, oh, like I'm going to hug like her, her tree hugger's lullaby
1: against one of the supporting ribs or whatever it is, what part of the ship it is. The ribs is a good word. Uh, and then her, her eyes like roll backwards and we uh, see the whites of her eyes, the sclera, and then they roll up more and then we see like blue dots as if she's got another set of, another yeah, sort of pupils oh, Construction on the other side. That, yeah. And she's helping to, to bear Moya's suffering as... Right, uh, as uses the
0: brist <laughs> knife to yeah. uh, start cutting away, which I noticed that he did rather clumsily, which at yeah. f- first I thought was just uh, the puppeteering, but yeah. actually this is referred to back later when he, when he literally says like, oh, I don't even know how to hold a tool properly. That's because
1: right! I don't know what I'm doing. I've always had others to do for me. Even in prison, I... I don't even know how to hold a tool.
0: I thought that was just the, the puppeteer's inability to actually hold that thing properly, and it turns out to be yeah. actually a thing which became
1: part of the character that they thought to address through a line of but text. It's, it's very well done. i but mean it, it was, was, yeah. It, it, it gives yeah. another moment for, uh, for Zan and, and Rigel to, to talk to each other. And yeah. f- there is great
0: pain in this for all of us, isn't there?
1: Because he is like... Riddled with insecurities. Oh yeah, absolutely. As, as
0: bullies often are. And the first attempt doesn't go very well. It's like Misty, kind of like passed out at this point already. Was that later that she that she does it's, a proper it's pass It's shortly out? after.
1: First, we have a scene uh, where Linia makes dinner, and then the the, the 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 divining dildo goes off because yeah, and there's there's chlorium in the dinner as well, leading to like a bit of a miscommunication and and Crichton uh, getting. Pretty aggressive because this is what we need, and yes. she's terrified for her for her son.
0: And he at, at first I thought like he thought that she might have tried to poison him or something. That she would because, because yeah. the fertilizer comment earlier on. Oh, for all I know, this stuff could be horribly toxic for you. Oh, did she like, put something in his food that wasn't yeah, supposed to right? be in there? And uh, stress the amount of distrust. Yeah, because he
1: is a fish out of water. He has no idea what the he has no context. For yeah. anything that's happening around them. Nor do they.
0: I mean, they can, like, they have their own thing, but, like, they're dealing with an alien who's suddenly in their living room. Waving a beeping
1: thing all around, and when, when she reaches for her deboning dildo, she, <laughs> he grabs it and points it at her, and then eventually he realizes what he's, what he's doing that, that, that this mother and son are, are terrified of him. Um, I'm sorry. I greatly respect it. Like he immediately like hands the weapon to them. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He he manages to get his hold of the
0: uh, of the BB gun or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> the space sappy, the deboner, the, the deboner. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: <debonery. laughs> yeah. Back on the ship, Zahn is uh, uh, is passed out. Back in the house, there was a lot of like scene flipping back and there forth. There was and all of it seemed to take an awfully long time. But now the military has arrived. It's The military. Commander so. Rhinax with his with his way back sideburns. Commander Muttonchops, <laughs> yeah, with his with his cool hat. I mean, I've seen
0: worse. Commander Muttonchopses, but uh, this one's pretty good as far as and they he's go. got just
1: this gold bell on the front, like not even a badge or anything. It's just a it's just a shiny shiny brass knob. Oh no, oh. it's worse. I'm just zooming like in on it now.
0: X, X chromosome or something on his lapel.
1: No, I mean the thing on his on his hat. It's like it looks like a. a Gentleman's donger with foreskin. Oh, it does a bit. Cast in bronze. it's like a (laughs) this is a bronze cast. And he's got this weird cravat that he's wearing, which is a style in gentleman. Well,
0: it took me a while to moment realize. Like, is that actually part of him, or is it, like part of the?
1: uh, he just got a lot of neck. I don't know exactly. I mean, they're aliens. Like, you know, we haven't seen an adult male yet. You are the female of your species, right? Uh, Rigel has meanwhile had his uh, his moment of panic and uh, and, and insecurity, where uh, uh, Aaron tries to convince him to get back to it, and he <laughs> bites her arm and swallows a chunk of it. Oh, yes. yes. like, he, he goes vicious Holy all of shit. a sudden. Yes.
0: What was the fight about? Why did he suddenly bite her again? I can't remember. Uh... Oh,
1: he he refused to go back in and
0: continue oh, the operation. was it, He was yeah. so
1: insecure. Yeah, yeah.
0: We need to remove the device right now.
1: If you do it, you do it without me. But you're the only one small enough. He, would... uh, and he didn't want the gross knife anymore,
0: I guess. Well, you know, it's like you've already handled it once. It doesn't really make a difference <laughs> to keep your hand on it. You know,
1: yeah. uh, Zan manages to convince him after all... To Offers to heal Aaron's arm. The military, which is I also noticed, they had like the typical like you know. Weird
0: jumpsuits. It was. It was a little bit Chernobyl uh, on me because I had the gas masks on. Yeah. And I guess oh it was yeah. Like, those
1: gas masks and the and the, and the sort of trench helmets. I
0: guess that's probably a good way to save on makeup. You know, it's like, oh, we'll just give all the instead of having to give <laughs> all the military guys uh, yeah. uh, ex- extensive alien
1: makeup. Well, well, just put gas masks on them and it'll be fine. And now they're military. Oh, but they needed the helmets because the distinctive feature of this species is like the the, the jaws being swept back into yeah. the into the ears, so they'd have to cover that part of their head. Oh which yes. Helmets like usually don't. I mean,
0: human helmets wouldn't, yes. Exactly. But, yeah, you know, a combination of a good helmet and a, a, and a gas mask, and you can, like, you know, it, like, you don't have to, like, give makeup. You just give them a jumpsuit and, like, a, some sort of black thing over the top. You find it in the clothes rack at the back of the uh, prop department. Speaking of good helmets...
1: Uh, Are we back on that knob thing on his hat? <laughs> <laughs> no, his little, his little brass knob yeah. that he's got. No. Linnea, uh, while she's keeping the military d- dudes distracted, she's got Crichton hidden in the back of uh, yes. her, her radio telescope shack. My parents bought me a telescope. I used to look up at the stars at night and dream about. And uh, uh, like he's fiddling with, uh, with the lab equipment there uh, Until he gets a signal through to, to Moya Which their comms can't Because she's so underwater And like, Yes,
0: she helps him with that She goes like, oh, this is going to be broadcasting as, In a broad spectrum, as strong as I can get it Yeah uh, Signal uh, And she gets to see pilots.
1: Moya is bearing up Is this guy but more what you're expecting? All she can
0: Ah, yes, and she goes Onto. like, now that's an alien, the way yeah. I imagined them. <laughs> yes, you can definitely. see how she suddenly becomes much more interested and like, oh, okay. And uh, now we're dealing wonder with wonder on her face. Yes, now we're
1: dealing with real aliens, not like weird-looking people like us, you know. It's like some dude with an underdeveloped jaw or something. <laughs> yeah. Shortly followed by another weird-looking alien, which is Dargo, who's been uh, uh, captured by a bunch of these... Uh, ah, yes, uh, so apparently um, when Erin uh, went back to the
0: ship, uh, Dargo
1: made good on his promise
0: to go and find Crescent. Continuing to
1: flip Back and forth yeah, for this. Misty, for the, for Misty the does more time. cheek
0: rubbing. Darko captured, safe yes. again. Takes
1: his time. Well, while he's captured, I noticed he's he's sort of hung up yeah. uh, with his with his arms above him, and I noticed something about the uh, about the costume. How his costume doesn't like it has open spaces under the armpits. Yeah, which in the pilot episode in the premiere showed skin. But now he's got. Uh, oh yeah. so he's he's got, got he's, got wearing, this, he's this this wearing an mesh. undershirt. He's wearing yeah. an
0: undershirt, which still leaves his chest bare, so you can see his. Uh, hey, when you've got a chest like that, he, yeah, oh. you can see his clavicle
1: rings. What's a clavicle piercing called? I don't know a clavicle piercing. Oh come on, they they have names like you have oh. you have geishas and you have PAs and I'm, you have like. I'm sure. That, I mean, there might be a name. Yeah. You I've, get to maybe you get to name it. Oh oh uh, oh uh, um. um the first historical or cultural reference that pops into mind. Like, well, why is it Prince Albert? What, is it, what, is that, oh. what does that even mean? So just name it whatever. Well, okay. Yeah, you feel yes. the responsibility because we're going to call that that for another 87 I, I, I episodes. I know. <laughs> it's a big responsibility riding on their shoulders. Oh, those pieces. I think they're called a Banyaluca. Of what? A
0: Banyaluca? What's a Banja Luka? I think it's a city in Bosnia and Herzegovina, but that, that's where well, they were probably invented them. <laughs> so we're going to call it a Banja Luka.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just not very well-versed in this. I thought that maybe you opened the Wikipedia app on your phone and hit random page and oh, just no, said no, whatever. No, no okay. So. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> But meanwhile, uh, 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 Crichton comes to the rescue because there's two of these uh, these, these gas helmeted guards are, are left behind to watch uh, to watch Dargo uh, uh, and Fostro finding the uh, the com badge in the uh, in the in, in the barn oh, where yes. Crichton had originally dropped it. Like he's he's entranced by this by this monstrous alien, distracting the guards so that Crichton can come in with a shovel. Ugh. And apparently these shovels work against helmets. Yes, so. I mean, if you
0: hit them underneath the helmet, like, you know, like you. in a in, in neck area, you know, that's, that's pretty much hitting Yikes. people until they're unconscious is never a good idea, you know? Yeah, you only go unconscious from brain damage.
1: Brain damage! You have no brain damage, as far as we can tell. Yes, essentially. Brain I mean, if you're, kn- if
0: you're knocked out and you're out for more than a, f- a minute or so, then you have, like,
1: at least a concussion and probably more. It's like, go to a hospital. It's like- yes, that's very good advice. If you, okay, so if you're listening to this and you've been unconscious for more than a five minute. Five minutes. Five minutes, there you go. Then please it- go to a hospital. Especially if it's from listening to this podcast. Warn oh, us no. If you- <laughs> oh, no. We're so sorry. We didn't mean it. Yes. We didn't mean it. So he, he unties Dargo in front of the gate mouthed uh, uh, freckle boy. Yes. And it's kind of this cool uncle moment, like, hey, pretty tough alien. Yeah. You want to shake his hand? Hey, kid, want to shake his hand?
0: And go goes, ahead. yes.
1: Yeah. And, like, and Dargo does it, and it he's yes. into it. He's like, like okay,
0: hi. Yeah. Dargo gets introduced to Linia.
1: What kind of ship are you? That thing on the computer in there and now this one trying to pull down my barn. You said you were a scientist, a science ship. Ah, yeah. Who hands them all the all the all the uh, ox null ox luxlorium? Yes, whatever it's the, called. The, the, the chlorium stuff unlocks Onlux. just unlocks wax unlocks wax off. Lux. Uh, <laughs> Actually, she had pounds and pounds of it, so probably sugar. It was red, also. I noticed that. And they say their goodbyes. He gives her a kiss on the cheek. Oh, dad. So yes, and,
0: and that's when she goes into swooning, Molly again.
1: <laughs> yes, that's how your people say goodbye. <laughs> like, yeah, don't you? Like, oh. what? Your people don't do that. Oh, no. And she like, sort of. Oh, like, yeah. Look, <laughs> like, what did they do to say goodbye? Like, I did guess. they just sort of finger blast each other? I don't
0: know. And that's another sploosh moment that we move right into. <laughs> oh,
1: God, Because yes. that's what Moira's
0: doing. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I now, guess, like, this might, it might be just swamp gushing in or something because, like, losing her yeah, integrity. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know.
1: She's a, She's a spacecraft, so she'd be much better at keeping air in than keeping, like,. Anything out like the the the, the amount of pressure yeah. that she's under definitely feeling the increased weight is is so like air trying to escape from a from a container right. in space. That's one atmosphere yeah. of pressure. Also, it's N- like N-B-D. yeah. Also,
0: the that the ship would be designed to hold something in, not hold something out. Yeah, know? that's like, and it will probably put stresses on the frame, especially because it's an uneven uh, pressure. Because now she's in the water. Oh like, yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. It's not stuff, even uniform. No, the stuff which is deeper is going to be under higher pressure than the, than the stuff outside. The airbrows is flicking his like knife through the uh, <laughs> the, the, the the probes that have been stuck into the her nervous center.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry, Moira,
0: but I have to cut. Fast, and he manages to work them out one at a time. Even as Misty is uh, like passing out for the third time from
1: uh, the pain she's sharing from Moira. This is an awfully big ship.
0: Don't I know it?
1: Finally, our heroes are reunited back on uh, on board the ship, and with the beacon turned off, and with the, with the supply of chlorium, they can uh, they can right. leave again. Earbrows gets given the chlorium, and he kind of goes oh. just kind of goes like spraying it around. Like,
0: okay, I plucked one of them out here, and he throws a handful underneath and he
1: f- starts spreading this around. Everywhere you can.
0: Goes to the next point and he throws a handful there and he goes like, oh, and he stuffs them in his mouth. <laughs> yes. And then he goes, <laughs> <it's> like
1: <laughs> casual, just throwing it around and spreading it over to number the pain. And all of these wounds yes. that he's just carved and yes, just licking his fingers and says, oh, like, I'll have some, yeah, some for you, some yeah. for me. It's yeah. a typical ritual fashion. <laughs>
0: And then this lovely uh, departure of the planet again.
1: Up rises Moya, and she's so gorgeous in the in the in the in the blue hour, uh, uh, crossing through the clouds and, and into space. Where uh, and like okay, so Linia doesn't even wake Freckles to like
0: watch like him like that. disappear. And so, like, he's, come on, like wake him up. At least like have him see the departure of
1: the ship. I would say. You know, she knows her son. She knows he needs his. I, 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 I thought it was kind of touching Like you don't need to wake me up for that I know I'm one of the alien knowers No, yeah, That yeah. makes sense I suppose uh, and and he's yeah. That he's going to have a, a story to tell Someday you are going to have A very singular story to tell Well, Someday I mean not right now
0: obviously. No like it'll take a long time Before you can tell this story
1: Can't tell for a long time of course but Someday
0: and then Cretin stands there, like a little bit melancholy, looking at the uh, at the planet, yeah. which, like as I, oh, he has said before, reminds him of home, which he had got chided about, like, "Oh, this like dump, it's wet and it's no interplanetary travel, retrograde technology, fossil fuel burning ground vehicles." He is a savage. You yeah, made, fossil fuel, like-, <laughs> like
1: they're savages. Uh, and Aaron asks him if he's uh, like, "Don't tell me you miss this rock." No, not that rock. Which I loved how ambiguous it was. Ah, right. Yes. Does he mean his own rock? Does he mean the people that he yeah, that he met I, I, there? I
0: got the, I, I missed that nuance in the not that rock. I thought he was like. I, uh, I thought he said not the rock and was referring to Freckles and uh, swooning Molly.
1: Uh, it is his melancholy, I think,
0: that uh, yes. uh, uh, but it, it makes, makes sense it so that he's interesting. Just, like yeah that he's just like he's he actually missing Earth and just like kind of reminded him of Earth probably kicked or his Dagobah.
1: or Dagobah <laughs> yes <laughs> and then Aaron asked him about it. Dagobah where Yoda lives and it's like who's uh, Yoda just little green guy trains warriors. Hmm. Oh, because,
0: okay. Yeah, and I mean, in this universe, that makes perfect sense. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. like no sense in explaining it. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of c- touching as well. Because like Frank Oz, who plays Yoda, has also been like part of the Henson's, oh, of uh, Henson team, yeah. of course. So, so
1: like, what did you think of this as a, as a second episode?
0: Okay, so it, it reminded me a little bit of a Battlestar Galactica original series episode. Paging the head Cylon. Where Apollo gets uh, stranded on a primitive planet. Where oh. there's, uh, he gets stuck in a cabin with a woman and a fresh-faced young boy oh. uh, with a <laughs> rifle and
1: uh, <laughs> oh,
0: wow. so there were some serious parallels there I mean, like in that in that in that case the biggest there were there were two threats one was a was, was a wolf
1: big man wolf
0: or lupo as they could refer to it oh, uh, yeah, constantly of course. and the other one was a uh, a cylon with centurion which was that uh, is memory wiped and was used by the local
1: gangster as a, a gunslinger hero and okay it, you're sort of losing the point where this was reminding you right. of that well, though okay no but uh, that's uh, we didn't have a mind wiped no, robot but on, we had the we had we, we, we had we the hounds the yeah. sort of space hounds I
0: suppose and we had the uh, and yeah we had the, the woman on her own with her small
1: son yeah. in out in the boonies and suddenly Little House on the Perseus Arm that's the one <laughs> that's the one <laughs> uh, and suddenly aliens uh, so it was a bit of a, a departure from the first episode where this is all like planet bound this is a this is like a a, a weekly adventure which is kind yes. of what the show Really, at its core, is it's a television series with right. we weekly have, adventures. There's
0: something the, which the crew is uh, settling into, and I, I mean, it, it kind of worked because, like, uh, especially having this uh, control collar, like uh, emergency beacon, go off
1: quite so soon yeah. makes sense. You know that it doesn't like happen like six weeks later, and all of these arguments that they had wouldn't have made sense in uh, coming in in, in in episode seven the way that it right. did. Like, much- I noticed that when I, when I saw it as well. Like it just. They regressed so much. They right. developed, like, trust in each other, and now he's accusing her of not telling them. Uh, exactly. It's, very it's, like, it's,
0: it's good character development, I'd, I would say that, in in, in, a, in an interesting setting. So it works. I mean, I think Misty still gets the, the short end of the stick. She's, like, the most underdeveloped character at this point. Hey,
1: that's what you get for just being beautiful and reasonable all the time. Sounds reasonable. Sounds far about. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> then you just, you just don't get a lot of screen time. <laughs>
0: And she gets to hug the ship and like do her like cheek rub of affection or something. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if that's sort of related to what she gave a, a cretin in the in the first episode. It might have been
0: like that. Might just be her thing, like her priest, uh, priestal powers. It's like yeah, it's not the fourth sense. It's not the fourth it, sensation, but the seventh, which is an orgasm. <laughs> Apparently. I mean, maybe that's why Airbrows is so into it.
1: <laughs> Max. No, sorry, wrong <laughs> franchise. And
0: that's the story So SoFarscape. We'll see you next week with episode 103 Exodus from Genesis. When Aaron's son is getting hot, John Crichton is on a steep learning
1: curve, and Peacekeepers start seeing double or triple. <laughs> you can find us at SoFarscape on Twitter and Facebook, and on SoFarscape.com. I'm Kaki. I'm Kay. SoFarscape, so, Farscape, so, so good.
0: good.